Alright, welcome everybody back to episode 7 of the Blueprint 502. Today we have a fantastic topic that we are going to discuss. And I got my favorite co-host over here, Mr. Kevin Trimble. Ramir, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, man. It's a great day. How about yourself? It is a great day in, the, in Louisville, Kentucky. It is a great day um, to be in business, to be a realtor, to have friends, to... It's not raining, which is good. Right. <laughs> it's it's above zero, mm -hmm. which is a positive. Mm -hmm. But for us that like to wear red, and us, those of us that are here in Louisville, Kentucky, today's a really great day. What happened last night? We finally got our first win of 2023. Go Cards. How and, about and that? And our first win in ACC play. Yes. I can't... We're, we're on a roll. We are. And I will say, you know, the season has been rough. We've had a lot of ups and downs. But one thing that I will give to Kenny Payne is his team has improved. His team hasn't improved. I wouldn't say – I would say it's more personal development that you can see where, for example, a player like Mike James. Mike James yes. has gotten a lot better. Yes. Um, J.J. Trainer has gotten a lot gotten better. Gotten a lot better. Sidney Curry, you can't really say the same. No. L. Ellis has got a lot better. He has. Kamari Lands has got a lot better. Just to name a few. But what about Emmanuel Orokafor? Man, he's a beast. I'm going to be honest. Did you see that dunk by him last I night? I did. It, oh, he's a beast. I'm a big fan. You can tell he's still new and he's still getting acclimated. Um, he's still being added into the system. What is it? Acclimated? Acclimated. Into, yeah, acclimated into the system of, you know, how Louisville runs it. Because, I mean, he just came over here, what, two weeks ago or something like that? He did. Like that. But here, here's the way I look at it, though. And it goes back to, you know, like you and I talk. Orokafor is that, you know, young – He's energetic. You know, what I did love is he supposedly he showed up in practice and was throwing some energy around. He was clapping, was telling people, and at first somebody laughed at him. And I think that is uh, – for us, you know, I look at something, oh, well, how, how could that happen? Why would they do that? That's funny. He was, you know, kind of getting, you know, above his station. You know, the freshman showing up, trying to, you know, take charge a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, oh, by the way, when you're a 2-18 and 18 team and somebody shows up and starts taking charge – you know, the way I look at it is here's someone that's putting in the work. Yep. You know, he's putting in the work. He didn't come here to lose. No. And, you know, I look at Orca for kind of like I look at you. Like I said, I was telling someone the other day, I like to talk to about Ramir Heinze as the reigning Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Parks and Weisberg Realtors, Partners Realty, Rising Star Award recipient, which you are the rising star for the calendar year 2021, correct? Correct. Well, Orca Force is kind of the same way. <laughs> and here's the thing. If he just showed up on a on a team where the market was easy, you know, if all that, you know, sure, of course he'd been a, a rock star. Mm -hmm. But here you are putting in the work, learning the business, relearning the business. You, know, you and I talked today. What's the market right now? You know, the feds yesterday raised it by a quarter point, right? Right. How many people are panicking? I mean, there's probably a good amount of people out there. I'm glad they're panicking from, from this perspective. <laughs> Here's why. Because, number one, if any um, homeowner or potential home buyers panicking, they just need to call you or one or me or, or one of our agents, and we'll take care of them. They'll mm -hmm, be fine. Mm -hmm. But I hope there's people out there that might be panicking that got the real estate license in the last three years and said, hey, this is pretty easy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put a sign in the yard. And it's going to sell. And it's going to get over asking. So I bring that up and I compare that to UofL. UofL's, you know what, they're going to get better. It's a tough market for them right now. They're going to get better. Right. We're going to get better. Everybody's going to get better. 
I don't think our market's that tough. I think our market's normal. Now you gotta, now you gotta show up. Now you gotta work. Yep. Agreed. Yep. And one of the hardest things, honestly, that I've endured with me being a real estate professional is going to be getting clients, getting them to build that trust. You know, as we've talked in previous episodes, trust is a big thing, and especially with first-time home buyers or you know people that have maybe worked with other agents in the past because they've bought and sold multiple times. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, building that trust is hard. And it takes some time, and you have to show your expertise in it, or else, I mean, you won't be their agent. Well, and you've got to be smart. And as I like to say, trust is above all else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I trust, like, I'll be honest with you, there's some folks that I trust in certain businesses that may not be the best at that business, but I know that they would take care of me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the reason is because they put in the work. Right. And that kind of goes where you and I have been talking about, what are we going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's putting in the work, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. we are now at 1 February, so we're one twelfth through the calendar year, right? Right. Already. <laughs> I so, feel like we just got into 2023. Yeah. And so, it's like, boom, there, there, there is a 12th of, of the year gone. And so let's talk about, you know, I say, you know, you and I said we'll talk about routine, right? Mm-hmm. What's your routine? I want to kind of go why we would have a routine. And I want to start something. We I don't think we did enough, but I don't want to just talk about 2023. Go back, say, 2021 okay. and for 2022. So go back two years ago and one year ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to call them resolutions, but if you go back two years ago and one year ago, what would you say at that time that you wrote down? What were your resolutions or what were your major goals that you were going after at that time um for 2021 i think my major goal well for sure my major goal then was to get my real estate license yeah at that time and and i took it a lot of times probably a lot more than i should have but you know i ended up i was able to pass it and i was able to get that taken care of 2022 i was really trying to ramp it up a lot of the income that i could make um i didn't reach the goals in 2022 but i think that sets me up for 2023 of being able to achieve the goals that i'm really wanting to achieve and being able to move forward just like that what would you say go back two years Mm -hmm. go back one year Mm -hmm. okay what's different regardless of what the goal is regardless of what the resolution was what's different would you say and why between now and then I am pushing and forcing myself out of my comfort zone okay so and that, and that comes back to the morning routine I am comfortable waking up at eight nine o'clock getting to the office nine ten you know whatever I'm comfortable getting to that time around that normal time yes um, and then I'm not as productive I'm not as effective I'm not as hungry and that's what I noticed from last year to this year that's changed a lot for me is that before you were comfortable, when you're comfortable, it's kind of like, I'll be honest with you, you know the hardest, one of the hardest moments I have every day, okay? So my alarms at my house go off at about 5.30 a.m., 5.40 a.m. I've got two boys got to go to school. Nobody in my house is a morning person, and it's not the uh, genteel, Hello, good morning, mommy. Good morning, daddy. Let's go to school and make breakfast. No, it's uh, the, uh and, and oh, by the way, uh, bedtime is no better. Okay, mm-hmm. but either way, the mornings. So, um, if you watch the movie Full Metal Jacket, it's about Marine Corps boot Marine Corps boot camp scene in there, or watch commercials, or just go YouTube Marine Corps boot camp or Marine Corps OCS. 
that's uh that's a morning routine at my house though it's supposedly not productive because there might be some yelling going on and we're going <laughs> back and forth and this so i bring that up because here's what happens so about 6 30 um 636 to be exact the youngest boy he gets picked dropped off at the bus stop right in the street i drive the bus stop because i got the other one in the car so he gets out so the other one in the car the oldest one the freshman he and i we drive up to a carpool and now one on fridays i have carpool i take everybody to the high school but monday through thursday me and the oldest we drive up there and we positive it's great time you know just he and i usually he's grumpy but i'm making him you know we're waiting make him study so it's probably about a 15 minute deal so i get back to the house about 705 right do you know the hardest thing one of the hardest things in the world for me to do at 705 what do you think workout the most tempting thing in the world for me to do at 705 go back to sleep go back in bed Go back up to my comfy bed. But you know what I've done? Pretty much every day since November 26th of this year. And I was okay for it, but I'm, I'm on it. Is I come back, and if I go upstairs, it's just to grab, like, you know, a sweatshirt or something. But I've got this uh, Clubber Lang gym in my garage. Mm-hmm. And I've got this workouts. And I've got a, I've got a, a, a Roku TV. Above the above the weight, uh, I've got a weight rack I made, you know, all handmade. It's straight up clever length. The only thing we're missing is sandbags, right? But mm-hmm. old iron weights from, you know, probably somebody had them at their house in the '80s. <laughs> but and I've got these little workouts I do in there, and I will tell you, right now that it took, like I said, about November 26th or 7th. That is an absolute game changer. I agree. As in, if I could write a, a in this is something I would love to do, and I didn't make it a goal this year because my goals the last two years were all unrealistic, mm-hmm. you know. And remember, I've got a wife, I got two kids, I got a job, you don't got high school, we got sports, we got this. But here's the thing: if I could reach out to any agent, come up with about three things and three habits you want to create, mm-hmm. and if you could create three habits and go after it, you know what I'm telling you right now. If they could contribute to your success and what you want to do, I know with me personally, it's come down to workout, okay? It's like workout and within workouts, like workout, you know, try to drink a gallon of water today, but workout somehow, exercise, and it's got to be in the morning. And if it's not in the morning, you, you might have to do it at night, but you got to. But the key is it's workout and then really practice whatever. Talk to five people a day. Mm-hmm. Talk to five people a day about what do you need help with or do you know anybody that needs help but how are we talking five people a day right so and i and for you, me on my side of it is i wake up about five five thirty ish i try to be at the gym between you know five thirty six maybe if i'm late about six fifteen try to be there try to work out from about 45 minutes to an hour and so you know i, I switch it out through the day sometimes some days i'm doing chest and triceps some of them i'm doing you know just biceps some days i do shoulders and abs some days i do just legs and you know, sometimes I round it off with just, you know, just chest. Uh, but, you know, I usually then I go to the gym. I try to be back at the house by 7, 7.15 at the latest. Uh-huh. Get a shower in, uh, get that going. And then I'll try to be at the office about 8 o'clock or so. And so what I've noticed is, is 
the biggest change from last year to this year is is when I do that and I'm going to bed about 10 o'clock, maybe a little bit later, but roughly t- between 10 and 11, maybe even sometimes a little earlier if I'm really tired. Yeah. Um, I've been a lot more productive. I've been a lot more productive. I've been operating outside of my comfort zone as well as um, I feel better. Like, I feel like I have more energy in the morning. Like, it's not like I just rolled out of bed and I'm grumpy. Like, I, I already already took that out, and I already felt like that on my way to the gym, if that makes sense. Then I work it out, out of me. I got energy because I just worked out. I'm here at the office. I'm eating some oatmeal or a bagel or, you know, whatever I'm, I'm eating for breakfast. Yeah. And then I'm ready to go to start jumping on the phones, 8, 30, 9 o'clock, and I'm, I'm already ready, and I'm going to have energized rather than just rolling out of bed and getting here. And one of the things that I, I learned and that has been a big thing for me is is when I wake up early and I'm putting myself in my morning routine that I set yeah. while I was in the right state of mind of me not being tired or hungry or anything like that, I've realized that I put myself in attack mode on my life rather than just being defensive, if that makes sense. So instead of well, me... Well, you said comfort. Instead of Yeah, exactly. So instead of me you know, waking up at 7.30, 8 o'clock, showering putting some clothes on, walking into the office at 9 o'clock. No. I'm waking up earlier, hitting the gym, waking up before everybody else. I'm listening to podcasts, listening to music. I'm thinking of new ideas how I can differentiate myself from my competition, how I can do this, how I can do this. I'm thinking about deals that I got going on. Like, I'm up early thinking about all this kind of stuff, and I'm optimizing the time that I have in the day. Because you you know you know as well is that real estate, nothing goes on at 1 o'clock in the morning. So there's no need for me to be up and, like, working on real estate at 1 o'clock in the morning. Nope. So I need to optimize about from 8 to 8 is probably about where I really need to optimize my time to be a real estate professional and not trying to work and stay up late till 11, midnight. Well, let me ask you this. You said 8 to 8, right? Mm-hmm. Let's break that down even more. And that's one of the things about routine I'd like to get into. So step one, we talked about morning routine, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yours, you and I both, you're young, I'm old, but I hope you know now. Now, remember my previous life, I, I worked out every single day because I had to at X o'clock in the morning, right? Right. I was a Marine for 24 years. Um, you know, before that I played college football and in, in, in track and before that I played high school. So I was always doing something. Right. Well, now you kind of don't have to. What's really interesting is I know for me, I've had that this last couple of months. I've really kind of, this is the first time I've ever brought it more into the, the workplace, mm-hmm. more into the, okay, I can tell you if I have a good day or a bad day, you know, I've started really taking a calendar. Um, and I'm, now, the other side of it is January, say you had these goals. Too many people had, I got five goals for my New Year's resolution or January, my New Year's resolution, whatever. By the way, I had pretty much one, one and a half. My number one was continue the work routine, get in the habit. Number two is kind of, uh, you know, that I'm not there as much, but I want more time dedicated specific outline dedication time to our outer offices, mainly Glasgow and Bowling Green. Right. Um, but then on next one is, this is probably the toughest one, is keeping track of, okay, these were my goals. This is what I wanted to do. Did I get them? But at the same time. Or at least how far, how far did you get? Yeah, how far did you get? But here's the other side of it. Don't try to be unrealistic and try to be try to work, try to um, execute some task when you're not ready, when your mind's not ready. You're, like I will tell you right now, 
Um, I'm one of those crazy people. I'm really good in the early, early morning when I wake up and I'm working. You know, if I've worked out and I'm good to go, I'll be seven. I'm on it, right? Me and too. I'm good till about noon or so. But then here's what happens. Take a little break, almost like a siesta, right? Get to be about three. I'm ready. I'm on fire again and just keep going. So that's one of the things I would like to, and what I love about real estate, and I don't think we talk about that enough, is real estate is not a nine to five job. <laughs> you know, for me, it's become a 5.30, a 5.30 to about, nine, about 10 o'clock in the morning job. And then it becomes about a, you know, uh, two o'clock to about five o'clock job. And then maybe you might be doing something at seven o'clock to help somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's one of, that's why I said eight to eight. So like for me, I'm not responding to text messages or whatever. Cause, um, when I talked to Ellen Shaken, she was like, make sure you take time for yourself. Yes. Like don't run yourself insane trying to be Superman to everybody. You know, if somebody texts me at seven, seven thirty, I mean, that's fine. But if it's not urgent, I can respond till after eight. You know, let me have my time where I'm listening to my music and I'm singing in the shower or, or you know, I'm at the gym working out. Like, let me try to have my time. Um, and then same thing with after eight, because after eight, that's when I want to start winding down. I don't have any kids or anything. So, I'll, you know, the only family I have that I guess, you know, I'd have to talk to and have family time is my parents and my little brother. Yes. But I mean, I still have enough time with that. Sometimes it doesn't even go to eight. But for the most part, I don't respond after eight. I try to do that and I try to keep that eight to eight limit especially in the summer because you know it doesn't get dark till nine in the summer oh yeah and so i try to keep those you got your softball league right not anymore you're not that 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 ended um at the end of last year but i had a basketball league that just recently ended uh maybe maybe a month ago now yeah maybe three three weeks or something well let me ask you this so i understand eight to eight what did you learn because you'd be a great example tell our listeners over the last two years you really figured out number one we talked about for sale by owners, right? Mm-hmm. So for sale by owners, people put a sign on the yard, for sale by owner, call this number, right? Well, you'd see that number and you're like, well, I'm going to call it. And I'm not calling it to buy it. I'm calling it to, hey, listen, can I help you sell this, correct? Right. So let me ask you this. What did you learn? And when we talk about routine, probably day one, the first couple, you're, there was no my method to your madness. What's the best time to call the you know, for sale by owners? Of course, there's some sort of math of the highest pickup rate. Yes. Probably the highest pickup rate may be between five and six or four and five. But, Kevin, I know I'm not calling no for sale by owner between four and five or five and six. It's not happening. No. So I have to call them about eight, eight nine. I got to call them in the morning because that's probably one of that's that, it's cold calling, essentially. So it's probably it's one of your hardest tasks. And with me having buyers as well, that's when a lot of people are getting off of work, so that's when I need to do showing. So I wouldn't have time to anyways, or I may have other events that I'm going to. So in all reality, the best time to prospect, the best time to call for sale by owners, the best time to call your your clients and talk to them is going to be the time that you will actually call them. Because we can do the math that there's a 90% pickup rate from three to four. But okay. if you're not actually going to call between three and four consistently, you're wasting your time. It doesn't matter what the pickup rate is because we're not calling it zero. Well, I always wonder what is the test range in the test group of all those because I'll be honest with you how nobody has. I mean, I have a 502 phone number when I moved here, but I had a 910 cell phone for 
for 25 years. I probably should have just kept it, but I moved <laughs> back to Louisville. I retired and I said, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a 502, but you get phone calls all the time and you're like, no, this is spam. Mm -hmm. You know, if I get one more from Sparta, Kentucky, I don't know anybody in Sparta, Kentucky. Right. Okay. And right. everyone I've ever answered from Sparta, Kentucky, <laughs> you know, was a spam guy. Or do you get the one, um, they hire the deep voice guy who tries to like make you feel bad. Like you're under investigation. It goes, hello, Kevin, this is Bill. And I'm from the sheriff's department association. And we're looking for uh, funds. Have you supported in your, your uh, Where'd they get that guy at? You know, it's kind of scary. Like, right. I bring that up because, you know what? I'm not going to call. I'm not answering a lot of those calls. So who's going to answer mine? You know, how, what's, you say there's no method to the madness, but if I'm going to answer, and this goes back to, I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody called me between eight and 10 in the morning, there's about a 90% chance I'm answering it if I don't know the number or not. Why? Because that's my go time. Right. That's my rah rah. Let's go. Right. That's what, what you're 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 ready for the day. You're you're ready to talk business. If you catch somebody right after lunch between one and two, or you know at lunch they're like, "Come call me later. I'm I'm eating lunch." Or, or you know people get tired after lunch. Oh yeah. You know you have a heavy meal and you're ready to take a nap. Well, you think about lunch too. Here's the other thing a lot of people understand about lunch. Now, I'll be honest with you, I haven't had a job where I took lunch, and ever I don't think ever. You know, we called it noon chow in my last job, but most of the jobs I had there, you weren't going out to lunch. You were either, you know, getting a workout in or eating a sandwich at your desk, right? Mm -hmm. But with here, what's really interesting about lunch, if you think about a lot of folks kind of, there's a lot going on in your mind. There's a lot of information coming at you, information going out, this, that, and the other. I love it. A lot of people are using lunch. They're not talking to a soul at lunch. Mm -hmm. Now, that have you thought about the, you know, I have not ruled out. That's a discipline I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying to go after. Yeah. You know, more r serious, like, okay, we're not phone timing. We're not mm -hmm. even, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to sit down and eat lunch and look at my phone. Why? Because you want to catch up on news and that. How about put that thing away? You know, you know, put that thing away, especially if you're somewhat local, mm -hmm. you know, or in the building. And that, that's hard, too, because I've done that as well. To where I just want to take lunch and I just want to decompress and just take a breather. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I know I know when I get back to the office, I know I'm gonna have to talk to even more people. And so like sometimes like you know I understand the importance of like you know that's an opportunity, but at the same time like sometimes you just need that breather, just take a deep breath and just let me get my break in and enjoy my lunch and just let me talk to myself. <laughs> oh, uh, that's to me it's take the deep breath. Now mm -hmm. I will tell you. Um, I learned that much later in life that people in any position of responsibility, even if they're only responsible for themselves, um, thinking time, it's humongous. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, I go back to, you know, when email, you know, talk about 1990, you know, pre-1994, you didn't have to worry about email, right? Because they didn't have it. Well, now it's information overload. Right. So who has time to think? Who has time to study and read and that's something i'm trying to project to our agents is that listen we say this is a pros market right now right you better learn every day you better be an expert in your craft or strive to be an expert in your craft make sure you focus on the basics and make sure you have your own core values but there's so much information 
coming out available to them. Um, how are we pulling them aside and saying, listen, we need you to study. We need, we know, when you're sitting here and you're not talking to agents, maybe you ought to be studying. Right. You know, instead of watching the videos on something stupid, which don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong. I'm 53 years old and I love watching videos of stupid stuff once in a while. <laughs> you know, my kids will send them to me. You know, mm -hmm. as long as nobody gets hurt in there, I love watching stupid stuff. But it's where's the me time to get better time? Yeah, and that that's also another thing is you got to incorporate that into your daily routine. You have to. Wherever that is, wherever that's going to be, whether that's, you know, you coming after lunch or or if that's you, you know, before 5, you know, maybe maybe you are strictly in your between that 9 to 5 range for the most part to where that's where you have things going yeah. or more or maybe if you have showings usually at 5 o'clock, maybe you want to do education about 3:30 to 4:30 and then you leave out. But maybe that should be probably the last thing yes. or like towards the end because that's not a hard task because you sit there and you listen. The hardest tasks are the things that you want to take care of in the morning, like prospecting. Prospecting isn't always fun. You have a low pickup rate when you're cold calling, for example. Yeah. Your hand can start hurting from writing letters and sending letters. You know, you can get tired of editing videos because your eyes start hurting because you're concentrating on. The, I mean, it's not this. It's not that bad, but I'm just saying of some cons that goes into it of things that I've done as well that just it gets frustrating gets annoying and honestly i don't want to do it i don't want to get yelled at on the phone you know i don't want to like my hand starts hurting like i wish i could just print stuff out yeah <laughs> you know I, my after recording five videos you get burnt well, let me ask you this what would you do so um someone comes in to get their license they want to join us mm -hmm. and one of the first things is you know i always do this is ramir meet ramir or someone that's getting pretty good you know doing a couple deals feeling a little bit confident but i said ramir give them a good basic schedule baseline yeah and what's a baseline the reason is is because i don't know about you mondays i hate mondays period mondays aren't good days right right you have to make them good days mm -hmm. but mondays it's just you know i'm trust me mentally mondays are tough okay. um, but how would you what would you recommend Kind of a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and why? Kind of let's just start morning. Let's start, uh, you know, each day, arrive till noon. What would you say? So and why? One, I would. There would be a few questions I would ask beforehand. I would say one. What it, what responsibilities do you have at home that outside of just real estate? You know, what do you have? Do you have kids? You know, you're going to have to take care of those kids. So you may not be able to come to the office earlier. So you may have to be able, you may have to do work at home or, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, maybe you have to work out to at this specific time or maybe you have to do this certain appointment or you have to attend this certain meeting or I don't know what it is, whatever that is. So find out what your responsibilities are. And then I would want to be around them a little bit more and try to dig into what is that? Why? What is their motivation behind it? Because some people have different levels of motivation. Yeah. Some people are into real estate because they just want to, um, you know, make some money and then have a nice career. Some people are into real estate because they really want to take this to the next level, be a household name and, you know, make a lot of money so they can get into investing. How naturally motivated are you? Do I have to stay on you all the time and like try to motivate you? Or are you, you know, self-motivated to where you hold yourself accountable for certain things? Okay, well, here's I got one. I'm not sure. To the answer to the question is I'm not sure yet, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of getting started. Mm -hmm. 
I would like to make a name for myself, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm getting started. My question to you is, you know, agent of two years, you know, I'm an agent of one year. What would you recommend before noon, my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, best you can, and why? Prospect for two hours. Okay. Hour and a half. How? Prospect. Video content, cold calling, mailers, calling your database, you know, talking to people. Okay. You can be out you can be out at a networking event. You can be part of a networking group. Yes. Either way, you need to do two hours minimum of prospecting. Um every day. Every day. Okay. Every day. Now you can set it up for your tolerance level and then how often you want to do it and what your goals are. You may want to, you know, cold call this many times. You, you may want to cold call Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, you may go door knocking or you may record video content, whatever. Yes. You can, we can structure it like that to see what best fits you, what best you think that you're wanting to do. And then also half an hour or an hour, anywhere in between that time, depending on how much business that you're working with or how much follow-up you need to do, have it a specific time built out to do client follow-up. So the leads that you've been talking to, have it put, move them into that client follow-up time, talk to them, have that on your schedule, have a follow-up folder of like, okay, I got a slip. This is everybody I need to follow up with. Okay. Jan said that she's interested in selling her house and I sold her house two years ago, but now she's reinterested. Move her into that follow-up time. Hey Jan, just want to touch base with you, blah, 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 you know, whatever you're going to say. Yeah. Same thing. You talk to her for sale by owner. They may be considered listening. Move them into that client follow-up. So now you have strategic times during your day that you're constantly following up. And maybe you, you're doing outbound prospecting Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays you're doing client follow-up and maybe database touches. Okay. Now let me ask you this. So you're working on – we talk about your self-marketing, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're great at making videos. You have a website. You are far and above – you know, probably 90% of agents um, in Louisville in that area, okay? Because everybody, and what I love about it is you're pretty smart because what's everybody else do? They pull out money and pay somebody to do it for them. What are you doing? Now, we've got some marketing folks here that'll help you, mm-hmm. but you're kind of your own guy and you do a great job of it. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Where do you put, when we talk routine again, you said two hours a day marketing, you just gave us some examples. Mm-hmm. Or I mean prospecting, okay? Where's your marketing prep? How would you, how do you factor that in? Do you have marketing day? Like, do you pick a day? Because you know some things. I'll be honest with you. Something that frustrates me is you know me. I've got a thousand ideas. I just don't have a thousand hours. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if I had a you know a thousand hours and you know a thousand man hours of creative people to support me, um, like a whole bunch. Yeah, I'd go crazy. Now we have yeah. some. I wear Grant and the other marketing folks out, but all these ideas. Yeah. How does someone like you? Where do you factor in your marketing? Because you can't. Mm-hmm. Don't you hate when it's like, okay, you got two hours. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to take me four because mm-hmm. it's going to pay dividends. Mm-hmm. How do you factor that in to prep work, the execute, mm-hmm. the experiment, and the go? How do you factor that in? So personally, me um, on Tuesdays I record a video. So I, I specifically put in there an hour where I go through and I record video content. Video Tuesday. T- video Tuesday. Okay, here's before hold that. Ready? So that's on your calendar now for for um, Tuesday afternoon. Next week, right? Yep. 
Here's a question I have for you. What are you going to record? I can talk about the real estate market. When are you going to write? My about... point is, my point is the prep work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to record on Tuesday. So I can I can record on Tuesday, but that's also just create creating it all. Okay. So okay. I can so so for example, if I I can post a video once every two weeks talking about how to become a home buyer or you know tips like that, how to do this and what is an inspection and all that. Well, if you post it every two weeks and I have to write it, script it, record it on in an hour on Tuesday and I do that every Tuesday. Yeah. Then I'm starting, you know, every two weeks now you got two videos and you're only putting out two a month. So that way you're recording four every month. You have two of them in your back pocket. You have two of them that you're posting, for okay. example. Now you could ramp that's that's how I do is I do every two weeks. Now you could ramp it up, you know, if you really want to and then you can, you know, but you take like times. on Tuesdays is video day. Yeah. And you're either writing, filming or editing. Not editing. Or, or you know, writing and filming. Yeah, but putting it together and make sure it's good. Yep. And then you've got them to set out. Yep. Okay, so that's that's a marketing thing. And then um, on Friday afternoons, yes. that's when I like to edit. Because that's when I put my headphones in and I can just lock in on the computer because it's Friday and I'm ready for it to be the weekend. Okay, so, so you're just making raw material on Tuesdays. Raw, raw material. Two, and then Fridays, that's when I take all the raw material and I start and creating And make your videos, it, music and all that. And then that way if... Friday, I don't complete it. I have the weekend to get it done. And then it's ready for the following Monday. So they go out on Monday. Some of them go out on Monday. Some of them go out on Friday, too. Okay. And so I kind of either put them out on Monday or Friday. But for the most part, Fridays are my editing days. Now, there's times where if I don't have anything to do in the afternoon or or um, in the evening, I may edit as well. Or I may record some more video content. But for sure, those two times... Well, I will be, you know, doing some sort of video content. Um, and then also another thing that as well is, you know, I am a really motivated, passionate and disciplined person about my dreams. And so I actually I haven't been able to do it just yet, but I'm working on it. Yes. Is I want to start waking up early Thursday mornings. Um, I wake up about five thirty, five o'clock, five forty five ish. Now I want to wake up about three thirty in the morning yeah. on Thursday mornings. And I want to be able to take 30 minutes to myself and have about an hour, hour and a half of just business, personal development. Wow. And so from about 4 to 5, 530, that's when I'll be able to work on my business rather than work in my business. Or I will be able to read a book to learn how to be a better salesman or how to do whatever or um that that's where I can get some more education on how to be a better real estate agent, do my research, stuff like that. And so it's, it's been hard to, you know, push it back even more two hours for me to wake up that early. Um, but it's I'm trying to push it back little by little to get to it. Well, don't forget this. What we started off with up front and this kind of as we're getting you know about to wrap this up. You know, probably the biggest way I can put a bow on this is we both agree when you work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a pretty good day. Mm-hmm. Not a guarantee, yeah. but you take care of the body, it'll take care of you. Right. Get that brain, get that those juices flowing. The earlier, the better. Um, watch what you eat. Right. You right now at your age, you don't have to worry about that as much as me. <laughs> Trust me. Um, especially when you work. How about this? We work in a place where you come in, we're working, you're doing great, and somebody leaves like donuts on the table in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. That's tempting, you know, especially for me. But we both agree you got to work out, okay? Work right. out, right. make it a habit. That's and if if now it might be a nighttime deal, but work out, 
And as you said, every day find dis- discipline yourself to find time for prospecting. And, and I client follow-up. Well, well, yeah, and follow-up, which to me— They're, Prospecting is nothing without follow-up. It's almost—yeah, they, cu- they go they go hand-in-hand, hand, yep. but you need to separate them because they have to be— Hey, listen, you're prospecting. You're finding new people. Yeah, you're finding new people. Follow up with the people you have. Yep. You know, you have to touch, touch, touch. And I bring that up because if a new agent or agents that, oh, by the way, have to work a little bit harder now, if they just focused on trying to work out every day, try to prospect every day, and follow up every day, if you did that, there's no reason why you won't be successful. None. I mean, none. And, and on the learning side, I always sit on the learning side. Okay. Uh, learn about, you know, like with us, we have virtual learning. We have live, you know, classes every week. Hands-on from older agents as well. Everything. Yeah. Mentoring, that whole deal. You got to learn, you know, you learn more on paperwork, had more creative offers, things like that. Mm-hmm. But the key is, if I can tell anybody right now, and you just kind of got me fired up, is... Work out, prospect, and follow up every day. And if you do that, and one day a week, you know, throw in some marketing, you know, one, two days a week, throw in some learning. You'll be all right. I mean, that's kind of the, you know. Yeah. That's it. You know, you don't have to worry about eating. I mean, because you're going to do that anyway. But it's all about work out, prospect, follow up. And if you do that every day, because here's the thing, too, and maybe I don't want to confuse people. Prospecting and follow-up don't have to be hard. Would you agree with that? I definitely agree. Like, here's the one thing I've always said. If I've got three people I've met during prospecting or their clients and I need to follow up with them, mm-hmm. you know, usually when you play golf, you play with four people. Mm-hmm. I'll bring three of them, okay? <laughs> That's follow-up on a Friday, and I don't feel bad about it. But how are you touching your people how are you following up? And I think that's where maybe one of the next episodes we'll get in. Let's bring some, you know, more experienced pros in here, mm-hmm. and let's not make it rocket scientists. Uh, rocket it's, science. It's definitely not rocket science, but you also you need to find out a way that you can follow up outside of just phone calls, text messages, notes, yes. buys. What is something that you truly enjoy that works for you? That is like it. It represents you in a sword. What is something that you are passionate about that you can share with your clients? Because vulnerability, if you are vulnerable with them, you're eventually it's going to start coming back around to you, and that's how you build a loyal forever client. And oh, yeah. so if you can share that experiences that you've had that you love that makes you you, I'm telling you, those clients will start to reciprocate the same thing to you. Oh, now, yeah. now, it won't be every client. It won't be. But you will have certain clients that start sticking, and they will start sticking with you, and they love you. Well, and as you know, they'll refer you to their friends. Yep. Because back to what we started about thirty-five minutes ago, I, I had they a trust referral. You. I had a referral with somebody, out and I told her I talked to her on the phone. I was like, "Thank you for the referral. I really appreciate that." And she was like, "You know, every every person deserves a good real estate agent." And she said that to me. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, that 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 is the." Biggest, most ultimate, amazing, magnificent compliment ever. <laughs> well, and what's great for that is when you talk about prospecting, you talk about follow-up and talk about marketing yourself, everybody needs a good real estate agent. Why, why can't it be you? Right. And just kind of put it that. So with that, we're getting ready to go. 
couple more months of winter. The time is, you know, we're training. We're in our prep time, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to go. We're still, people need help. We're here to help. Agents that are looking for something new, you want to get better, give us a call. Call me at 502-558-9958. Kevin Trimble at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Parks and Weisberg Realtors and Partners Realty. If you want to be a great realtor, if you want to be the best realtor that you can be, give us a call. And I look forward to talking to you. And my friend Ramir here. Ramir, give us one more shout out. What's your sell and tell us what you can do for us. Yeah, so if you all have any questions about commercial, if you have any clients um, that need any commercial needs, um, anybody who's looking to buy or sell a house, I can also help with that. And as well as if you're also looking to get in investing or if you have an HOA that uh, needs management, we can also help with all that. So pretty much anything real estate that, that you have any questions or have any issues that you need help with, I'm here to help you. I can pretty much just about do it all. Well, that's a wrap, my friend. I look forward to seeing you next week. We'll bring uh, some of our friends on here, but let's get that routine, okay? Let's work out. Let's prospect. Let's follow up, do a little bit of marketing, and everything else takes care of itself. Amen. Have a great day. See ya. I love the chase and the hunt, and I set the pace when I'm running.